1: Welcome to episode five hundred and thirty-four of this Week in league. I'm Nate, and I'm Jay, and I'm Glenn. Back to Glenn. Oh no! Season mode. He's not the big D's anymore. No. And I think we should we should start the show by saying um, tragic tragic news uh, <laughs> hit our community, you know, a couple of days ago when, um, you know, certainly your hero, Glennie, one of your f- big figures in your life, um, Steve Smashmouth. <laughs>
2: Yes, pass away the lead Absolutely singer, of, not even the lead a singer of Counting Crows. Oh, you guys are proper fuckers. And, and
1: he's he's gone. He's he's jumped into that, that that big yellow taxi, and off to that forever parking lot in the sky.
2: He's gone to go play. Oh,
1: the world finally rolled him, and he may not have been the sharpest tool in the shed. But from all reports, he was one of the bigger drinkers in the shed, <laughs> <laughs> and, and his liver couldn't stand up to it.
2: Not <laughs> the sharpest tool, but he was the most enlarged liver.
1: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> disgraceful. So just I thought as we the show R.I.P. Steve Smashmouth. That was actually his given name, <laughs> and that was, that was the name he was born with. And the, you know, they took the ba- name for the band from his from his surname, yes. Smashmouth. And uh, that's uh
2: it was a British name originally, um, Smashmouth.
1: Exactly. Yes. Any, uh... <laughs> yeah. Have Does you? Have up, you, uh, you, have you bit... had
0: an episode of uh, of NITS in your house, or are you, are you joining the army? What's What's going on? Oh, um,
2: mate! I said to you a little while ago, I wasn't. G-I-J. I wasn't long for this world.
0: <laughs>
2: um, so the chemo's kicked in. It's uh, <laughs> still Still hasn't killed whatever's in there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure chemo's uh, strong enough to kill what's inside you, brother. I need an, I need an
2: exorcism. <laughs> um, but, no, so, uh, I've, man, I've been fucking patchy on top for a good long while, and it's only because I had the help of a very good fucking barber, um, who was also a very good mate, that he sort of kept it looking half reasonable.
0: And, and quite handy with some gorilla grip. That's
1: it. Um, <laughs> And he pick him up, but he was—he was very strong. He's like you pick him up by his ankles and fucking yeah. done, sweep the floor with him. <laughs> you do, do
2: fucking Bob Ross paintings with me, uh, but yeah. So um, I hadn't been able to see him; he'd been busy for a couple of weeks, and I'd been busy, and I—my hair was fucking atrocious. And so I made a passing <laughs> remark um, just before Father's Day that I was like, "Oh God, I may as well just just shave it, just be done with it." And um, the kids overheard it. And so on Father's
1: Day, they wanted to shave my head. So there we go. Good man. So they take it back to like a tool or something?
2: Um, well, whatever the fucking ball trimmer that used to sponsor us is with one of its little guards on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh.
1: so. Yeah. It's yeah, we don't it's mention them because they they're not yet. paying us anymore. No. <laughs> um, don't use the code either because they probably still got it active there and it fucking, hurt. it fucking hurts. I'll
2: tell you that much. Look, I don't, I don't know if Manscaped ever designed it to have eight-year-olds operating it. Probably yeah. the the region they designed it for meant that they never actually tested that. I was going to say um, if, you know. if, you've,
0: if you've used it on the other area, it's probably been blunted by the fucking steel
1: wool in your penis.
0: <laughs> Fuck me dead. Yeah, so you know
1: the the the, the blessing is though you you've got to wonder you know if it was uh that bad for um, the top of your head. I imagine using it on your nuts now. Yeah, that's
2: it. So, <laughs> 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 But, uh, yeah, no, um, the kids loved it because I you know, rocked up to, to the games. We had two games on Saturday. Um, and they all thought, because it was the last game of the round heading into final, so they all thought that I was going super serious. And I'd cut my hair because it was finals time. <laughs> <laughs> so Brilliant. it was good. Yes, not as exciting as some finals.
1: Yes. yes. So, D's. Uh, please, let's uh, take us through the recap.
0: Well, motherfucker, you were there. Why don't you take us through the fucking
1: recap? Oh, look, I mean, oh my god! After, all this, fucking, after all, all this fucking, after all this
2: bullshit about RLPA's and no post-game interviews, we get the chance to have our first post-game interview, and Glenny wants to fucking strike.
1: So we go fucking hell. So I, I went for I went for a, I went for a trip up the mountain, and um, and it was it was uh, lovely fucking lovely weather, hot weather up there. It was hot conditions for a grand final that starts at twelve pm on the dot. Let me say, amen, and uh. So I got up there and uh, caught up with Glenny and uh, some of the boys from the Lions, C grade men's, and uh, had the, you know, for, for uh, the, the people on Patreon, I managed to set up, set, find a vantage point and set up, and I had a, a very successful live stream for the entirety of the game. Uh, held up beautifully and uh, looked great. And Cool um, interwebs got to see a lot of shit in uh, got to see a lot of shit in 4k for example the first try scored by the opposition where the cunt right in front of me fucking dropped it and it got given I couldn't believe my fucking eyes um ordinary but then also there was other things you know like other self-inflicted wounds as well like you know when the when the, the gentleman whose name I don't know, Inside of Glenny in the second half when they were down by five, five I, tries I just, four. I
0: feel like this has been a bit hard. It was a simple
1: draw and pass to put the diesel in the corner to tie the game up, and instead he's hogged it and fucking gone the dummy and got tapped. So look.
2: So you, you, you know? know what, you did you get the penalty?
1: Did you get the penalty that it? I gave away? Informica. I would have got the whole fucking thing. I mean, it took, I, I went, when I got home um, and I had some stuff to do. So, like later that night, I went onto YouTube and, yeah, because you usually download your videos from there. Yeah. And um, it was still processing. So I left it a day or two. And then yesterday I went in and it was all processed. And so I downloaded the lot. So I haven't actually been through the footage again since, but I've downloaded the whole, like, 44 minutes or whatever it was that I was recording. Um, plus, I got a bunch of other videos that I did on my phone, like, you know, before and after, like, when you were when warming up and, um, you know the tunnel run and yeah, that was fun. Yeah, all, was yeah, fun. all the rest of it, and um, <clears throat> and then uh, yeah, some some great footage after the game as well. Um, so yeah, so then I've just got to, I've basically just got to trim it all up and throw it together, and then I'll go through the game and pull out some of the highlights. And uh, look, it was uh, it was a fucking
0: fast game. It was a fast game in in the heat. Um, Saints came out. They started pretty strong. Um, we. I thought we defended reasonably well in the first half. Um, Goofy, who dislocated his shoulder in the semi, and then uh, I'm not sure there was a great deal of strapping involved, but there was a fuckload of endone involved to um, to take how the edge it, off the was pain. It,
2: was it a, a, a vigorous
0: touch or no? Did dive, you go in for a try. Like dive with not? both arms outstretched oh. and he's hit the hit the deck. No, uh, pop, popped it out at the front. Not how I did mine. Um, and, uh, but played a week later um, and was still defending in the middle basically defending with one arm scored a try catching the ball with one arm and fucking just fell to the ground to ground the ball which was fucking amazing uh, also popped it out again um, when he uh, was diving as well so um, he said as soon as he Sort of dived and started the motion. He immediately regretted it, and then realised how much it was going to hurt when he hit the deck. So, oh. um, so that was fun. And we also had uh, the fat controller Walshy, my big wing uh, counterpart. He did his hammy. <laughs> so, and obviously one of the other boys, Pete, didn't play because uh, he couldn't recover in time from his from his calf injury from the, from the semi. So we were up against it and Saints came at us pretty hard, it was fucking hot, it was a fast game, but all in all I thought we gave a reasonable account of ourselves, certainly not the best we can play, the last time uh, we played those guys with a full squad we beat them 11-5 uh, in the regular season, so um, to to go down 7-4 in a grand final was pretty disappointing in that regard, but Still proud of the season and um, good to be part of the team with a good bunch of guys and and obviously far better touch players than me, which I appreciate being part of the team. And a lot of the boys jumped into the Twill Nation group uh, after the semi-final (laughs) and probably got a fair scope of the whole Big Diesel thing. Um, And I have really tried to keep... The podcast world and the real life world uh, separated because I didn't want to take away from the team or <coughs> the people that actually do shit. If you know what I mean, in in and amongst the group. Um, anyway, I rocked up Saturday, and everyone is calling me Big D's. <laughs> uh, we're naming Mark, Mark's basically, you know, giving the rundown of who's who's playing where, and is you know obviously the the wingers are. The D's and and while she yeah so now he's actually called, now yeah, called oh D's my, in the, oh, in the...
1: I... right, on. <laughs> but uh, no. But there's the, an observation that I had from uh, yeah uh, in in the first half or coming up to half time. Uh, a guy comes up to me and says, um, yeah, introduced himself." His name is Ryan, and he's a listener of the show, uh, Toowoomba local. Just came down to watch the Big D's because he uh, yeah, but he also had like you know. Cousins and nieces and stuff that were playing touch as well. Yeah. yeah so he knew that he knew that he knew where he had to be for the for the big D's grand final. <laughs> and um, and there's a woman in front of him who turns around. Is oh, what are you doing here? You know, you're here to watch, you know, whatever, like you know, relative, whatever. And he goes, no, nah, no, I'm here to I'm here to watch a I'm here to watch a, a guy I listen to on a podcast, <laughs> the Big Diesel. And she turns around and he sort of looks over over past her down to where like your guy's bench was, <laughs> and um, which is like you know, probably, what, 50 metres away from he's, where we were standing, yeah. I reckon. And um, and she sort of, turned, like, sees where he's looking and turns around and looks down and goes, oh, yeah, I think I know him. He would not fucking no shit.
0: So, She's so just...
1: What a <laughs> fucking so, goopy. So it's got to the stage now where Big D's are so famous that, like, people lie about knowing. Man, you, got hose. <laughs> God,
0: you got hoes. You got hoes. Imagine that. Um, oh. Look, as far as my own game, I uh, made a pretty... Uh, I made an error defensively, which... I didn't shut. Well, I didn't make any decision. I was stuck between two decisions in my tiny brain, and therefore made zero. Uh, so I, I said shut. it was
1: like when Lockie Miller was backpedalling, like deciding to tackle him. Motherfucker, in that, that game. is he offensive. That he made a
0: decision to backpedal in order to have yeah. the player score the try rather than make a tackle. I did not yeah. do that. Like,
1: yeah. Well, you 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 were left. You were fucking Robinson Crusoe out there two on one against.
0: Yeah, but the the play is to shut. Yeah. I've got to I've got to rush up and, and shut the link off. Make him make that that's, last pass. Yeah, that's really important. him to make the, the last done. pass. Yeah. yeah.
1: So in the end, I think what he just did to dummy and just went into school. Yeah, he?
0: yeah. Because I was standing there yeah. like a fucking totem pole. Um, yeah. And guthoing it, as they say in the well, business. That's a bit rough, mate. <laughs> that's a bit rough. I'm fucking
1: trying to lick my wounds here, and you're just like pouring salt into them. Um, well, like, I think my, my like damn kind of observations have never done a shit about touch. My observations were that you, you caught a cold out there and it almost it almost felt like they were ostracizing you and, and cutting your possession down to a bare minimum so as to so as to restrict the growth of the of the legend of the big D's it, or something. It was,
2: al- it was almost like watching Kalen Ponga play with the Knights, where they were just oh. so fucking jealous of the attention he
1: receives. It was like watching whichever winger was outside. <laughs> oh, they it was, like love watching, this bullshit? It's like, it was like watching whoever, whichever winger was out, outside Will Chambers in wow. the 2016 Grand Final. Wow. Which is to say that the victory was there within the grasp, but you just got to let it go. Um, let Big D's work. I also... Uh, we,
0: we basically ran a play. I got the ball on the wing and was touched before scoring. Um... And as I was running back, I've dropped the ball on the ground and was apparently unbeknownst to me at the time, I was penalised for throwing the ball away. So I've got back to where I thought was the onside position, looked up, and the opposition player is running directly at me because he's been given the mark to tap from and therefore I'm offside.
3: Oh. And
0: and one of the boys from the from the box, Luke, was um quite correctly telling me You've got to be quicker there. You've got to get back, and he's a hundred percent right. But I have two two points to make. One, I can only go. I only go one pace, right? I, I can't go any quicker than that. Two, at that point in time, I had absolutely no fucking idea what was going on. I didn't realise that a penalty had been given because I was focused on getting my ass back on side. What I thought was on side, and I look up and some cunts running directly at me, about to run through me. So um, that was a little embarrassing, but. In the end, we uh, we probably yeah, no. deserved to win the game. I thought. I thought we uh, just made a few errors, probably panicked a little bit, um, and obviously like overall, some injuries didn't like help. In the didn't general, help, didn't help.
1: In the general play, it looked like they were clearly they were actually clearly better than you on the day. The thing, the area, the areas where how you kept it close was like your goal line defense. Was fucking ridiculous. Like they would roll down. They would roll down so easily. It felt like they were rolling because they just kept turning inside, turning inside. They just they they would roll down to the try line easily. But when they got down there, the amount of times, the amount of touches that you guys got on them when they were like fucking a foot from fucking grounding it, or like fucking you know six inches from grounding it, like last ditch shit was great. And I think that's that's a combination
0: taking myself out because I wasn't too involved in, in that side because it didn't really come out my way. Um, but it's probably testament to some of the experience in the side. And then when the younger boys are on the field, they're, they're just that quick because they're so young. <laughs> so yeah. they're making touches, which um, I thought we were we were coming back. Or we come back quite nicely. Um, obviously, Saints. Yeah,
1: it was 3-1 at half time yeah. and then you went <laughs> back to 5-4.
0: Yeah. Um, and we will Saints started to tire about midway through that second half, and um, the younger boys, um, well, Alex, Ryder, Dino, and you know some some of the other guys there were, were really starting to make good inroads and just as well because some of the older blokes were starting to blow a little bit. And it was fucking hot, so yeah. For as far as my first grand final experience, I didn't hate, didn't hate it. Fuck yeah! Not a big fan of the result, but. Um, it was uh it was good fun and, and as I said, a good season and looking forward to uh to shedding somewhere between fifteen to twenty kilos before we run out for round one next year.
1: Nice. That was the most impressive part. Like literally within ten minutes I mean you did have an alcohol in your hand when you said it, like so you'd had enough time to go and get <laughs> some booze. But but like literally within sort of ten to fifteen minutes after the game, you're like starting to plan out what the preseason looks like. Yeah. And prep for next season. Yeah. So,
0: look the big the big diesel probably needs to run on some more efficient fuel.
1: If I am honest. And look, you know we yeah we you 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 know we know we know very well uh, you know a professional fucking lifelong athlete and and sprint coach. Yep. So you can help the big diesel, you know, add some more fucking kilometres to the top end. Yes, you can. So it's all happening next season. I expect bigger, better things. And honestly, I feel like I'm feeling like you know I'm going to release like a little highlights thing of this grand final, but I feel like there's a bigger arc here. I think next year when you win the grand final, I like it. It Actually, like I think it's like it's just it's a better story. Like you get you get all of it in. I'm on board. I'm on board.
0: The boys are already talking about coming back next year and and winning it. So
1: we're in. Nice. Fuck, I tell you, and yeah. I see what you're saying about Saints as well. What you're saying last week, mate
0: you should have you should have stayed for a grade
1: cuz oh, saints, really? saints obviously cuz they weren't in it right they no, got, they they got, got knocked out last right.
0: week's first time in 10 yeah. years they hadn't played yeah. in the grand final and in the grand finals they did play in uh, the two a the a ladies they got beat um i think they might have won one all day yep. which was probably ours <laughs> maybe two <laughs> um but when uh, in the a ladies final which was obviously it's getting towards the end of the day it's the second last game of the day so the 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 hills full the people on the hill are full of booze and just feeding it to saints
1: feeding it to let <laughs> to say i got i got i got i got barely any stakes watched my first game of touch football C grade grand final of the tournament yeah. i was
0: telling the story, about, telling the story about how you pointed out the president of or, you know one of of the people.
1: ryan ryan to come on like, he pointed he pointed out the president this woman yeah. this blonde woman who had her hair and a braid who was apparently the president of the saints and she was sitting probably 10 meters in front of me uh, on the hill and she would jump up and dispute every every try you guys scored in the second half she's jumping up disputing it and like complaining. And so the, on the so on the live stream, there's got to be like at least five situations where I was going, "Shut the fuck up, Elsa! Sit down, Elsa!" and <laughs> <laughs> shit like this. So, <laughs> I don't even know. I not even know this bitch. I just knew she was, you know, she was the other one. She was the so other good. side. So good. Um, good. Now look, it wasn't the, it wasn't the only um, unfortunate result on the weekend. we well, we get to the footy, obviously the the the, the NRL, but um. It would be remiss of me not to bring up another situation that I've been uh, that I've been made aware of regarding a team by the name I want to pronounce it the Sneaker Clits. And um, does this mean anything to you, stepdad? In the remember earlier in the season, we used to get numerous updates from the goat of uh, Supercoach Draft League football oh no about sneak, how amazing the team it, was, it was and those updates kind of stopped it was so someone's asked guy... me to ask you how you went in that competition who was the someone I'll do, well, yeah, that's you know let's, let's get the story first let's let's just say it's probably the person that fucking won yeah that's it um <laughs>
2: oh look exactly the same as happens in fucking tipping every year i put fucking laser focus into that thing for I wanna say up to about origin and then I don't think I looked at my team again
3: <laughs>
2: so um I had a fucking flawless strategy like I I was decimating cunts like I was I was fucking dec- I decimated opposition teams as if I was a fucking strong religious opinion going through Rwanda in the 80s <laughs> that's the fucking level that I left in my wake <laughs> um, and my my strategy was every week I would trade in um, centers and wingers that were playing against the Tigers so every week <laughs> that would just dead set my fucking strategy um, and I was blitzing fucking everyone and then in the second half of the year, it it also coincided with the fact that the people that I had in my team once I stopped looking at it fucking were generational bed shitters. Like fucking prolific, prolific choke merchants. Uh, so my, <laughs> my team at the beginning of the year, and cast your mind back to the results in the NRL at that time, uh, like my, my spine... Was um, Reese Robson after the Cowboys' year last year? Uh, it was Nico Hines after his Dally M, and it was Latrell Mitchell looking to set the world alight at fullback. So they all had great starts to the year, but yep. then after Origin they they were busted. So um, no, my uh, my team got about as, as much attention as um, as as my tipping competitions get, unfortunately.
1: But do you actually ever do anything in tipping competitions?
2: No, because I've learned my lesson. Oh,
1: yeah. I I don't feel like you ever do. No. I, I don't feel like you ever have. Which is fucking stupid because we do
2: it every... I should just do it while we're doing it on the show. I should just put the tips in while we're fucking doing them on the show. Exactly. Um, but, yeah. No, there's, um, there's... Somebody won the competition um, that has nothing else going on in his life. Um, <laughs> so... And and he feels like a bit of an outsider everywhere he fucking goes. Like everywhere he fucking goes. So he's um you know, not from Queensland or New South Wales, well, not even from the East Coast. You know, so you know those people that just sort of like sit on the fringes on the outskirts? And they like to think that they belong? Um you know, Broncos supporter. So he's just come over and just unwittingly become the shittest version of himself that he could possibly be. (laughs) Never stood a chance, really. Um, So, yeah, no, congratulations, Toto. You've you've done well.
0: (laughs) Poor Toto. How fucking dare you speak about him like
2: that? Fucking hell, after
0: everything he has said
2: about the the Ds.
0: Salt of the earth.
2: Oh,
1: fucking hell. I feel like he's been a reasonable support of reasonable support to the D's. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I, I think you've got him mixed oh. up with someone
0: else. If you're gonna like, oh, oh maybe maybe he he does the, the this the, the, the J thing and this shits is, on this me. This is in a, a DM. Perth
2: person. <laughs> this is a Perth person. You know, they'll say anything to feel accepted. Anything to feel
1: accepted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's times. get to the footy. The final round. That's not. Let's not, let's let's let's, uh, let's stop making Glenn miserable and let's talk about footy hmm First thing, though, Thursday night. The Storms, 32, defeat the Broncos, 22 at Suncorp Stadium. The Storms had a double to Grant Anderson, a double to Suafai Logo in, ga- in his first game, Victorian Academy product and fucking gun, which we'll talk about. Uh, Pappy, successful return. He got a try. Remus Smith got a try. Pappy, four of six conversions. Broncos, they had a double to Jordan Pereira. Uh, a little with a try. Joshua Rogers' three conversions and two penalty goals. Give me, Glennie. There's
0: no real form line to be drawn um, for the finals from this game, given both sides rested almost every fucking key player. Uh, it was good to see Pappy <laughs> get through the game and, and you know, play well. <laughs> uh, the new young fella. This is his preferred position
1: fullback not sure but did the fucking game change when he came on like that is like look i hate the storms as much as the next guy but i love seeing a kid on debut fucking kill it yeah yeah fuck yeah my god the pace of this kid and skill was just fucking incredible and i mean obviously a player to to look at you know over over the years to come definitely it's funny with this game, though, because even though like both sides rested tons of players, but I feel like Melbourne still kind of wanted to win it because you know they wanted to maximise yeah. their chances of remaining in the top four. Yep. And the Broncos, at the same time, they rested their players, but they kind of... You know, Kevin Walters had come out in the media talking about you know like the minor premiership is so important and you know I let, feel like we'd be motherf- the best team. Let let, let motherfuckers know they're the best and stuff <laughs> like that. So like they wanted they wanted the minor premiership as well. So so it was kind of weird. Like there was a game where there was there were stakes, you know, differing stakes on both sides, and I can only imagine that the Broncos were like, listen, you know, we may get the minor premiership, we may not get the minor premiership, but I will tell you what, we will do if we can lo- if we lose this game, we uh, we avoid the storms. And uh, what they do to us in finals, unspeakable acts of uh, you know, sexual and physical violence, historically. Um, we'll want to avoid that. So they lose the game. They say, okay, we've, 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 you know, we didn't get the minor premiership. Or, you know, we, we don't know yet. Pendrith haven't played, but, you know we, 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 you know, we may not get it. We haven't sealed it, certainly. But what we have done is we fucking dodged the storms. That's it. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the whole thing for both aspects of it to fuck up on them is uh, is just uh, tremendous uh, but yeah like I said there's, there's not a lot you can take out of it I mean it's a completely different contest coming up because the differences in the sizes is uh, yeah. markedly. but I mean after a rough start this turned out to be despite the outs this actually turned out to be a very entertaining game though yeah that's it and largely on the back of uh, Falongo's debut and you know the excitement that he brought and then we had a moment there. Who was it with the fucking Broncos? It just went absolutely fucking mental. Was it Pia Kura? It was, yeah. And it was like got three, put on the report like three times yeah. in five minutes and uh, got pretty much fucking nothing out of it. It was like three three fines from three reports.
2: Which is an, an interesting thing. And I, I I wonder if this will be looked at, because it might be one of those things they didn't really think they'd ever need to, to bring out until this moment, is that... The all the talk about you know previous offences or um, you know mm. similar offences in the rule book by the by the actual terms or well, the, the fine print of how they go in it it talks about prior games incidents in prior games it's not any yeah, right. any incident prior to the one that happened yeah so yeah. you can fucking close line ten people and get ten fines <laughs> you would never want to do it
1: again. Yeah, as long as you keep them, as long as you keep them down, like you know, below a certain charge level. Yeah, so you're not like doing something that's going to get you fucking completely robbed, you know, that's rubbed it. out or whatever. But yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Interesting. Um, yeah, the the outcome of this game doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. It might matter a little bit to Broncos players. It matters fucking tremendously to Broncos fans.
1: Oh, doesn't it? With it's a real thing yeah there, there's there is a legitimate fucking vibe of terror yeah about this this time of year facing the storm at their own home
2: but even even then this this narrative that after the storm like fist them that they'll just get bundled out by the informed yep. knights yep <laughs> so hey look that's some manifest weak shit. you fucking manifest Broncos fans look.
1: As a this, this, you know, this season and postseason, I'm just a a, a connoisseur of the chaos, and the most chaotic results are the ones that I get behind. That's it. And uh, so, this was a great help to that. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's just teed one up for me this week. (coughs) love it. Right. uh, The Mighty Manly Sieves Eagles 54. Ended their season on a high, defeating the West Tigers 12 at Brookie. Um, 54 to Manly. Tries to uh, double to Kola, uh Double to Saab. Cherry Evans, Bullimore, Homoli, Olkwadu. Jakey in his 200th game. Ray Vanga and the debut try, the first try to Gordon Chan-Kum-Tong. Cherry 7 of two conversions to Tigers. Gordy, You just said Jordan. Gordon Chan-Kum-Tong. You said
0: Jordan. Listen to it back. I didn't. I was like, motherfucker, you're talking this prick to... up. You don't even know his name. Can't even
1: pronounce his name. I don't probably. have to listen. I don't have to, I don't have to listen to a back motherfucker. Uh, Tigers, Z12 came through tries to Appy and uh, Kapoa Appy two conversions. Uncle fucking justify your existence.
0: Justify shit. A fucking sorry end to a sorry season.
1: Orange furry fleshlights. Yeah. Presented themselves. Every bit of it. At Brookie to be absolutely fucked. Just. And. Found a good way they were fucked. Found
0: a good use for the cum tongs. Use them to put the fucking tigers in the bin.
1: I love the last couple of weeks that the stakes have just kept going up for fucking the manly players against the shit sides they've been playing, and disrespectful field goals are so fucking two thousand and twenty. Now we've moved into disrespectful fucking penalty goals, and then we've raised that again. Disrespectful. Let's just fucking get over the stripe and wait for the person who we want to score the try and give them the try. Oh, Jake, it's his 200th. Come on down, have a try, Gordon. You haven't scored a try yet. Come on down here, have a try. The West Tigers aren't going to fucking do anything to stop it happening. There's, we're scoring them so easily. We may as well just 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 follow the action, and if you fucking and if you follow if you follow the play, you'll get your try. Um. Which I mean, I I absolutely fucking loved. I loved seeing fucking Gordie's try. I mean, um, and in a, in a, a fairly ordinary season, one one thing, especially when you're talking about a game against the West Tigers, one thing that the the Sea Eagles have done uh, incredibly well, is respect the milestone games for their players. This season, undefeated in milestone games, players just need to conjure up milestones in every fucking game, and they'd be then they'd be un, unbeatable. But um, look. Kohler has by and large become the, the, the dominant second fullback in the side. It's taken a while and maybe he could have been helped out with his progress instead of instead of, you know, trying to give chances to KO weeks and things like that through the season. Maybe if Sieves had of just said fuck it and gone with his fourth option, you know, straight away, um, yeah, we'd probably be playing in finals. I mean he's playing that well. Um, daily again, fucking incredible performance. Saab is getting better and better every every week as well, and you know, year on year. But um, man, the Tigers—they fucking let one in after like forty seconds. And this game would have been eighty if fucking if Brad Park hadn't have bombed that second try after about two or three minutes. They would have got they would have touched eighty in this game, I reckon, because that was just the combo breaker that the Tigers needed to take enough time off the clock. To just fucking slow it down, look. Stop the stem. I've said it multiple times this
0: season, but what a pack of cunts! Just, just put the whole fucking thing in the bin. Pour some fucking petrol on it, light it up, burn the fucking whole thing to the ground.
1: Mm. Appy and Buller, the story of the season. The only two that could probably keep their head heads high, but even Buller got fucking straight burned a couple of times. Look, Sarb, it's, it's he, gonna like, it like I mean, going to happen.
0: I mean, Saab is—you know—he's played a lot of first grade now, and he's—he's he's obviously his speed speaks for itself. I mean, he's, he's, is he the fastest? His Fox is the only one who probably comes close.
1: But um... yeah, I wonder. I mean, like Cole is pretty fast as well too. I wouldn't like mean, Once again, I mean, like the old schools want you—you you want the match race. Yeah,
0: that's it. Yeah.
1: yeah, especially when the players if they're not if they're not there on Grand Final Day, fucking give us the match race with the guys that are you know yeah. like Fox and Saab and those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still. think... Josh that- Falletti with his debut for the Tigers. May as well have been fucking Folletti Mateo with the amount of good he was. <laughs> poor, de- poor defense. He had one strong run. Yeah. Generally, generally speaking, I was glad to see him leave the nest and fucking realize he had no wings and just crash fucking headfirst into the ground. Um, and have bought a better place to do it too. Um, Like. Oh shit! Leave, like, yeah. leave, leave the nest, get wrecked. I, I got, I got some for the faners in two years as well. So next, <laughs> whatever they debut next year,
2: <laughs> like obviously the, the story of the tigers is that, as shit as they are, their brightest lights are now going to other clubs, next year. So well, the only the brightest lights, man. Well, Dano and Brooksy, Fuck are going. Dana. He's played... been he's been your best player for the last fucking 6 weeks. He's oh, been the on only down. one come putting on. it. On. He's been he's
1: been there. Is, he's been I'll been, give him that. Um, he's been in the first grade lineup. Yeah. Now, so, that's about as far as I'd go though. So, <laughs> we're we're <laughs> have
0: being the shining lights if if we're being yeah. real, but if All you All season long, keep pushing How, the how concerned from
2: from a from a Manly point of view?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: How confident are you about next year and I ask just from the reason of losing Flano?
1: Because up until now, can you, you tell me yeah. what fucking Flano even did? Because you got to remember, he was fucking coach. He was he was signed onto the Dragons halfway through the season. Every fucking day, there was an article in the media about who Flano was looking looking to buy. Yeah, he commentates on Fox Fox on you know Fox Games all no, the no, weekend. No, I, yeah, I he's that. on the shows through the week. That cunt did nothing, and I think they should they should have put him on gardening leave halfway through the season because what the fuck did he actually do? And, well, there's the question. Why didn't they? Why didn't they Ooh. fucking Manly, who
2: love gardening, leave more than any other club in the fucking competition? Like they'll they fucking put Trentius and Dez and all of those cunts on it. Just well, see you true. later,
1: right? Dez, they just fucking cut him out straight away. You can't leave Dez
2: exactly. leave because that fucking. But so you got a guy, a guy <clears throat> going to another club. Hmm. Is there anything in the back of your head that's just a little bit fearful that maybe no. maybe now you're just getting fucking Seabs unleashed?
1: Everyone, He's we do no, I, I I fucking hope we do. I hope we I hope we all get Seabs unleashed. This year we definitely saw fucking like a, a, a sign. Even with injury, even with the injuries they had, which was like you know some of the worst in the competition, we still got to see a look of you know what the the best football looks like. Even with the fucking you know with like Tommy out and like you know couple of props out and with Gordon only making his debut in the second last game, I fucking can't wait till next year. It's gonna be amazing. And not only that, like the things that they're doing behind the scenes that will, you know, if we're doing a season review, fix that fucking pride shit and like the squad I mean having like been you know, been to you know like team post game parties and stuff like that in the golden era of like, you know, two thousand eight, two thousand thirteen the team this year is so much fucking closer, even than that era was. I mean, like it's it's fucking unbelievable, the the vibes and like you know just how much the team love you know being around each other and playing footy together, which is something that was when you lose seven in a row at the end of last year and you had the pride thing and yeah, those guys, like that was fucking couldn't have been further away from that twelve months ago. Mm-hmm. So that that alone is huge, and then the fact that the players that are, he's that Seves has thrown up on the chopping block are all ones everyone's like going... I can't fucking like. Finally, great, and so um, he's looking like they they clearly they clearly know where the gaps in the roster are and they're trying to fill them. Yep, and um, so yeah, and and a lot of the players on the block are like the the last ones of <coughs> the Dez regime that was sort of signed in that last year of Dez. Lovely, so I'm loving it. Um, the Roosters 26 defeated the Rabbitohs 12 at Acor Stadium. The Roosters 26 came through tries too. Uh, Allen, Pauga, Tedesco, Smith, Walker, uh, Swally, two conversions and one penalty goal. Rabido's 12 tries to Cam Murray and Michael G. Cam, Ilias two of two conversions. The uh, first little chaos piece that I love. It is a little
0: bit after looking, you know, 11, 12 weeks in the season. See looked like the only team that was, could possibly travel Penrith. Um, the back end of the year or the last but, two thirds
2: but not, of the year. Not, not even so much to possibly trouble Penrith, but to to quite easily
0: trouble him. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. They people were talking about them, you know, being favourites there at, at one point because of what, you know, Mitchell was doing and, and Oh, and top of the table yeah. in
1: like round eleven exactly. top of the table.
0: Yeah. They faded so badly they've you know, this is the, the final insult is that made the Roosters a top eight team. Um, yeah, well, it's,
1: it's it's just it's historic. It's a historic slide. Mm. No team until this, no team that was leading the competition in round eleven, has ever missed the finals. And
0: interesting to As see, they're... like the media was hugging their nuts so hard, and and Latrell's nuts so hard at that time, week eleven, week twelve, and now the fucking absolute every day there's a new story about the yeah. the crisis at the Rabbitohs. Uh, I'm here for it as, uh, as a fan of a club that the media goes after reasonably hard. Um, I think Sam Walker is, is looking very ready to resume his first grade career long term. Uh, I suspect he'll have a big off season, which will do him wonders. Um, but he's slipped straight back in there and, and looks confident. And, you know, whatever. Robbo wanted him to work on I think his, his ball play, um, his commitment in defence, as well as certainly stepped up a gear from from when he was dropped and and played you know that long stretch in reserve grade. So yep. big year ahead for well, him. Well, I mean, it was year a, short,
1: a short stretch, short, short stretch in reserve grade. I mean, he fucking did his knee like a couple of games in, and was out injured for most of that time. <laughs> yeah i I' just it's just a
0: weird decision to to bring him back when they did well but... i mean
1: it, it makes it makes robo look like a man of his word though because at the time when he did drop him he said that look you know this is this is not a forever thing mm. he is still our number one halfback and blah 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 and at the time that just came off like
3: yeah,
1: know, yeah yeah just bullshit yeah but i guess yeah you know, ultimately he brought him back when they when they needed you know when it was the most critical game of the season yeah. so if that doesn't if that doesn't send a message to Sam, it has to. It? It has to. He has his, his trust and yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I get it. Hmm.
0: But the Rabbitohs have got some soul searching to do, and and I would imagine there's going to be some changes made. There already, you know, there's already one article saying um, Latrell's going to be shifted from fullback, which um they it, say yeah, tell
1: that's the that's the rumor. Like, was well, he's going to go into the halves, and they're going to put Jack White in full fullback. That's it.
2: Yeah, well, you know, was, that I was just about to say. The only thing more cooked than the fucking rabbit's performance this year is fucking Alex McKinnon's football takes. <laughs> like, fuck me! I, I didn't know. I that don't. Way, I don't hate the way the, the body of... worked. Was to have the blood supply in the fucking bottom half of the body and pumping that to the fucking brain, because that's obviously where he has the fucking problem at the moment. There is not enough nutrients or oxygen getting to that shriveled little fucking pee thing in his head and he says shit like that.
0: Fucking me. I don't hate the idea... I, I, I didn't hear that it was there was a chance he was going to play in the halves, but I don't hate the idea of him going back to centre.
1: No, no, no. no that'd be I'm fine. talking I about Whiten a, at
0: fullback. Oh, sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah it was, okay. was Latrell to, to, to the halves and Whiten to fullback. That's oh, what I no heard. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Well, every part of that is <laughs> cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah agreed.
0: I, I didn't hear that specifically. I just heard that... Latrell, you know his time at fullback may be over. So, um, which look at the end of the day, if he's if he's fitter and more engaged, I think he's I think he's great at fullback. Yeah, but it's whether trick, isn't it? whether he's willing to to get the fitness and the and the runs under his belt to I, to I play think Latrell, the fullback Latrell, the way it needs
2: to be played. He he needs to find out what's important to him. You know, he's a man who is obviously passionate about his culture. He's passionate about injustices that have been performed upon people of his culture over the years. And it's very fucking easy to tell. Who was the... When was the last Legends death match that South had? Who was it that died recently? Sadler That's it. Yeah, that's it. Listening to the difference in the way that Latrell speaks about that, because when he was speaking about Sattler dying, it wasn't as if he was disinterested, but you could tell he wasn't engaged. And when you've heard him speak on other issues, you know, around the All-Star game and things like that, he is engaged in that issue. And I think he needs to decide if playing footy is what he wants to do to give back to his community. Cause there are fucking thousands of other... ways. He could go and run football clinics in the bush for the rest of his life and do untold levels of fucking good to youth out there. You know, but... But he's not... <coughs> he's not that if your heart's not in it, you can still do it, player.
0: No. Yeah. Because Because his heart is always on his sleeve no matter what he's doing. That's it. So, yeah, he needs to... And I think Souths have a role to play in that too. Like you know, yeah. How to get the best out of him as well, and maybe having those hard conversations with him, um, whether it's you know the coach or Crow or, or fucking whoever needs to have them. But um, you can't just you can't just dance around the importance of of Latrell as a player. You know, in and amongst the playing group, but to the club as a whole, and it, I think that is critical to to where Casco next year, how how yeah. they get Latrell up, and you know what they do with him, um, because I think that goes a long way to to getting Cody Walker at his best too. I
2: think there's a third piece of the puzzle that they need,
0: Adam and it's Reynolds. that
2: not necessarily because he'll be busted next year. Uh, but they need that calming influence. They need the yin to the yang because Cody Walker and Latrell are too similar p- of a personality.
1: Mm. And-, and Cam Murray can't, doesn't, I mean, he is the calming guy, but I don't think he has like a the ability to nah, influence the, he, yeah. the temperament and mood of the team. He's
2: the calm guy, he's not the calming guy. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's, that's what they're missing.
1: Well,
0: Jack White ain't that. No, no Jack White ain't.
1: And I think like Ilias is too like too too Two. junior yeah, exactly. in to, to the side to be able to sort of thing.
0: Me- meditate on the sound of football makes as you kick it eight rows back from three <laughs> meters before the fucking try line. <laughs> Just playing the sound of a football hitting a grandmother in the back of the head <laughs> in row twelve of the fucking stand behind the goalpost. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the bong <bowl. laughs> sound. Yeah, oh, I fuck. love it. Uh, Dolphins 34 defeat the Warriors 10 at Suncorp the Dolphins 34 <coughs> tries to Bostock Osako Sean O'Sullivan uh, Katoa Plath Kenny Bromwich Osako 5 or 6 conversions defeat the Warriors 10 tries to Freddie uh Marcelo Motoya and one conversion to Adam Pompey another one of these games where particularly on the Warriors side you know they rested you know the the big guns like you know the AFBs and Sean Johnson and so sure. forth um, can I just but, put it out there though can I just put it out yeah. there
2: that Wayne Bennett has handed the Broncos the Melbourne Storm at Suncorp. Yes. At every opportunity this year, the Dolphins have fucking made the Broncos their sons in more and more glorious fucking ways. And I am yeah. absolutely... Not in the most point. direct
1: way, as in winning football matches when they're head-to-head
2: against each That's other. That's too easy. Fuck that shit. <laughs> it's the guerrilla
1: warfare but even that Wayne's that, winning on. <laughs> even that, do
2: you remember when they lost that first game? Yeah. And the Broncos team that should have beat them by 30... Yeah. needed a fucking
1: like ref's fault intercept, ref, to...
2: intercept yeah. and ran away like they'd scored the grand final. Yeah. Oh, no.
1: So look, I mean, they say, like, I, I look, at Webster's done a great job with the Warriors this year. I just wonder how helpful it is for, for a side that hasn't really seen a lot of finals in a long time, um, hasn't had a good, consistent side in a long time. You know, momentum's a big thing, and I think this team particularly would... Thrive off having a bit more momentum. Yeah, it's I, just a bit of a, I just wonder if it's a bit of a roadblock that he's thrown in there, or you know, a bit of a, a speed bump that actually might, you know, somewhat derail them.
0: I, I think they have to earn the right to. The playing group has to earn the right to, to show that they're capable of of being rested and coming out in a critical yeah. game and, and performing. Um, and yeah, as yeah. you say, it's it's early days for this squad under Webster to, to to be at that point. Um, so, yeah, I'll be interested to see, you know, how the Warriors start. I think their first, first 15 minutes um,
1: in week one of the finals is going to be critical. Yeah, because the Warriors haven't, they haven't been good for a month and a half. Yeah. And in that same period of time, they haven't played like a top eight side. No. Nah. So, I think, like, I think they're one of the fakest teams, certainly the fakest team in the top four. And it wouldn't surprise me to see them go out in straight sets. I mean, we've seen what they are at their best, yeah, and they play an you know, exciting brand of football that I think will work against a lot of sides that are in the in the top eight. But I haven't seen them produce any of that for a long time now.
2: I'm more concerned, and then you about go and rest the players.
1: Yeah. When
2: when when they were staking their claim on this competition, they were all of a sudden these New Zealand warriors that could hold you out for three sets. They could sit there and let you fucking camp. And still look you in the eye, and then when you fucked up, slap each other on the back and roll downfield seventy meters in one set. Yep. That that and that's not who they've been. You're exactly right.
0: Uh, but for the Dolphins, so, I think you know it was a nice finish to yeah. to a you know as we've said a few times over the last couple of weeks, you know pretty solid first campaign. It looked like it was going to be like a fairy yeah. tale, um, you know halfway through the season or whatever, and it hasn't eventuated to that which. Is understandable. Um, depth has been a factor for them, but
1: incredible injury toll for like a new, newly yeah constructed side to have to endure. Yeah, it was rough.
0: But you know, nice finish in front of their you know home fans, and plenty to build on for for twenty twenty four and beyond. Uh, yep. The the
2: hammer establishing himself firmly as their marquee player. Remember yep. at the beginning of the year, the conversation was, you know, who, whose name's going to be on all the jerseys that the kids want to buy. Yep. And then yep. after round
0: one, yeah, yep, that guy, yep, yeah, cool, yep. they're done, yeah, and he's done nothing yeah. but solidify that over the course of the season. So.
1: Yeah, and the, the incredible resurrection of Jermaine Asako as well. Yep,
3: yeah.
2: What was the thing I saw the other day? He's the first player since um, Meninga to lead both goals and tries. Yeah, at the end of the year,
1: it's nuts. or
2: both both points and tries. Or the, the, yeah, there was yeah. something, you know, that, which you know those those records don't ever fucking mean anything in. Rugby league, but just because some positions score more than others do.
0: The fact that he couldn't get a run at the Titans, and then he's done
1: this. Fucking yeah, yeah but I mean, he was also terrible when he did get his chances.
0: Yeah, that's fair. So I mean, he's maybe like, to be Wayne out the has, environment
1: and Wayne, and yeah. Obviously, he's one of these guys that, just, that Wayne can that Wayne can get through to. Yeah, and give him, you know, give him whatever he needs. He needs to perform at his best, and and you know, see it happen. I think as well, uh, yeah.
2: this, this is a nice out for Wayne as well. Like, this has done nothing to hurt his legacy. Put it that way. No.
1: All right, moving on to um, one of the consequential games of the of the round. The Panthers 44 defeat the Cowboys 12 at uh, Blue Bat Stadium. The Panthers side a uh, double two to Ruba, a double to Toto, uh, Crichton, Cleary, uh, Martin and Summerton tries. Cleary, six conversions from eight attempts. The Cowboys, 12, tries to Neem and Labert. Uh, drink water, two, <clears throat> or two conversions. Cowboys, all to play for. Turned up their toes. And they did not fucking show up. I mean, there was a little brief moment there midway through yeah. the, the second half, I think. When, it, when they, you know, sort of bridge the gap a little bit two, and two quick made, it bit respe- made it a bit respectable, but you know, even then, you know, the, they dropped off again, and the Panthers yet you know, pulled away and uh, consigned them to the dustbin of the of the season, where they belong after such a poor fucking start. Yeah, I mean they had an incredible run through the middle there, where they were the best team in the comp for a while. There's six, seven, eight games in a row, there within terms of defence and, and attack, and and you know they they strung a big streak together, but man, they threw it they threw it away and dropped off again, real quick when it counted after Origin.
2: I think if you're reviewing your season as as the Cowboys, whilst you're you're obviously not happy with it, and obviously especially compared to last season, it's a disappointment. You can hold on to those six, seven games. You can look at those and say, well, it's not gone we haven't lost it that's the form that got us into the finals last year so it's still there we just need to work out why we couldn't access it when we needed to was it the players thought they were too good was there something in the coach whatever it was but at least as a group they can sit together and, and rely on those to say no no no. it's still in us
1: i think the important thing to note here is that they needed this win to get them to make the finals but if they hadn't have got absolutely fucking blasted out by the Tigers earlier yeah. in the season, they would have been in the finals. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Despite this, so directly given the massive impact in both differential, morale, and just a good old fashioned ass whipping, the West Tigers did this. They always beat the Cowboys. We league. do this always. Time did it. Sometimes. Sometimes beat them we're a little into, bit you, you more subtle You beat their entire about. season to death. We're, we're this a little bit, bit more subtle about it. And
0: people misunderstand when I say we always beat the Cowboys. They think that it means that we always beat them when we play them. But sometimes it means you've got to dig a little deeper.
1: It's like, it's like Kaiser Soze shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, t- the Tigers are down the bottom of the table and walking, fucking walking stupid away. stupid Cowboys fans
0: just misunderstood <laughs> the whole thing. Fucking idiots. And here we are. The Tigers win again. You're welcome.
1: did anyone say anything else about this fucking
0: idiot Cowboys fans no that's I think you summed summed up my point exactly they had everything to play for the Cowboys and, and they turned up their toes which is really the story of their season they had a lot to play for the first time they played the Tigers and got absolutely fucking belted and then you know feel like they redeemed themselves by
1: beating the fucking back to back wooden spooners big deal cunts the thing, that, that's going to be the hardest thing for the Cowboys to take, I think, after this game. I mean, like, you know, win or lose a side, and the fact that they could have won and got into the finals, but the, just the fact that they actually, they just didn't fucking show up. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like they were just like, you know, it was a tough game and they're beaten by the better side or whatever. They just didn't even fucking show up, and they were out of the game before they even, you know, opened up. Yep. Um, that's probably going to be the most disappointing thing. It's a long off season to fucking have to take that sort of shit. I'll,
2: right. Again, yep. to... I don't know if I sound like I'm all fucking bleeding hearts here over the, the Cowboys, but still not a fucking great thing. You need to save your season by, by winning one game, and you go mm. down against the defending premiers that need to win this game to get the minor premiership again as well. Mm. So, not like they had it easy.
1: No, but I mean, they could they could have tried. I agree with you. I, I agree with <laughs> what you're saying. A, a, Fuck the Cowboys. I get oh, Yeah. <laughs> The uh, Knights, 32, defeat the Dragons, 12. Uh, Next strategy Jubilee, the, Dra- sorry, the Knights, uh, tries to double to Dominic Young, tries to Saifidi, uh Jacob, uh, Tuala, Marzu, and uh, New Brown. Miller, three of five conversions. Tyson Gamble, one penalty goal. The Dragons, tries to hunt and rub lower. Zach Lomax, two conversions.
0: Lone makes,
2: me, makes me fucking sad that the Knights are going to lose Dom Young so early.
1: Yeah. They brought it on themselves Yeah Jeez you're a prick What? They could have signed him They just didn't want to pay the $550,000 that he was asking Also remember he was dropped to reserve grade in the first sort of month that or is, six weeks of the competition, especially, right. and um, so fucking a re-
0: you know. couple of re- fucking remarkable minutes at the back end of the game, though. Holy fucking Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> um, ben Hunt played a lone hand for the Dragons, not even close to being enough, and the Knights continued to to sing along nicely. And and you'd have to say, I know we'll get to the to the previews, but almost guaranteed a spot in week two of the finals. <sighs>
1: Just, yeah. Don't anger the footy guides by making these outlandish fucking predictions, Glennie.
0: I don't really give a fuck. My team is probably already in Bali, so. (laughs) Yeah. And I hope every every last one of them gets fucking Bali belly. Jesus. Every
1: one of them. I hope every, every last one of them, except for Appy. Has their boogie board packed by someone they don't know.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I don't
1: even. I don't give a fuck about this game. No, I'll look, be quite
0: honest. I think Dom, you know, Dom Young's tries were were, were fucking spectacular at the tail end of the game. Um,
1: the thing about that, Dom, like, there's a, there was a lot of talk about that one. The the one everyone knows the try you know you're talking about with the Dom Young, mm. the sort of the, the, the sort of cartwheel one. Mm. The thing is though, the put down and everything. He put the ball down. Straight away, in almost a fairly regulation fact fashion, and then cartwheel happened after all. Added like after it was all done, you know what I mean? It was it was like this. It was like this spectacular, like you know, icing on top of it. I'm just gonna say,
0: <laughs> if on Saturday to tie the game up at five all, yes, if I had to put the ball down and then someone c- collided with me and caused me to do a fucking somersault. Yes. Obviously, the game would have been stopped as I would have been carted off to hospital in an ambulance, well, or probably in a chopper. And that I would, and that would probably have been in a chopper, depending on. I would have had to, go to gran- of the it. Gran- such would have been my my injuries. Um, but if you would have silver linings, there, you would have been playing. You would have been the all abilities grand final next year. That's fair. But if you would sit there and shit on my
1: effort, much as you have, Dom Youngs, I'd be I didn't mortified. Shit on anything. Mortified. All all I'm saying is. It was overrated. That's all. it was great, and it looked spectacular. It full if speed. If you like a little, if you like a, a, a dog watching fireworks, oh, it's spectacular in that wow. respect. What well, I'm saying, it was fairly regulation with some fucking. You are on one tonight. You're at in the end of your it. moods. You didn't put your cream on. <laughs> anyway, the Titans thirty-four to feed the Bulldogs thirty. At Hope Solo Coliseum. The Titans hat trick to Kieran Foran. His first one in uh, in uh, first grade, I believe. Brimson, Leeming, and Carm uh, Pereira with tries. Shoop with five of six conversions. The Dogs 30, a hat trick to Josh Addo Morin and Wilson with tries. Birdo, five of five conversions.
0: Foran, as you say, with pretty much a masterclass of vintage running 5'8 football. Just. He filmed an absolute and...
1: sex tape on them. <laughs> he
2: really did. Um which is well within his rights to do, as it is within your rights outside of the football field, as he found out recently.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's that's the game review. Foran made his second fuck tape of twenty twenty three. That got that got watched by multiple people. <laughs> Boy, this... mm. Um look, I tell you, Matt Burton looks like the unhappiest person in rugby league right now. Yeah, that poor For someone who only had a, a new kid like two weeks ago, he should be experiencing the fucking joyness of life right yeah, now. Man. And he looks fucking miserable because of this cunt team that he has to play for. The amount of money he's on, i got an idea. This game cares so much about mental health of players. How's this for fucking mental health idea? Josh Schuster, Matt Burton, straight swap. Who says no? Anyone, anyone that, under- anyone that understands
2: how <laughs> mental health works,
1: <laughs>
2: he, including Matt, Matt Burton, getting, <laughs> getting, getting,
1: getting Matt Burton around fucking little Gordy, having fucking, <sighs> having a, a great old time <sighs> in the centres, no responsibility. All he's got to do is fucking throw up his fucking birdo bomb every now and then. You know what, or pass is? it to fucking Garrick or catch a pass and score this, from Tommy. This is fucking this changed this, his life.
2: This is dragons levels of thinking your club matters. That's what this
1: is. I didn't. I, who said anything about anything mattering? I am saying. Why would I'm he want to go straight, to Manly? A, I'm talking about a straight player swap on fucking. But how Because they're both his on similar health? money. Because he will be a lot happier there. You'd no, he be a lot happier playing for Blacktowns. He he he's not going he to start a, over, you,
2: over Brooksy. You, you just uttering that is the same as the Dragons giving their fucking Glennie. Best and fairest he's not going to Glennie, he's he's not
1: gonna start. He's not going to start over. Glennie's not. He's not going to start over fucking Brooksy. He's going into the centres. He's starting over Brad Parker. Easy decision. Wow. He's going to start in fucking left centre. Brad would like to apologise for your galaxy, mental health Brad. because
2: you obviously let where he me plays. Some of
1: this. Brad Brad Parker, he's, he'll have he'll have fun down at Blacktown. He's fucking great down there. He'll be he'll be there with fucking so now in the
2: interest of fucking mental health, you're sending people to hang out with Aaron Woods. Oh fucking please, no, no, go Woods on.
1: He's, Woods, Woods he's going to be hanging out with fucking Hooper and fucking Warren fuck with Bossy and all those cunts on fucking doing commentary. Woody's done a great job of set. Woody's done a great job of of like laying the laying the benchmark for his for his media career over the course of this year on, on telly and stuff. And so he's uh, he's done he's done the hard yards to sort of get his foot in the door there. And that's where you'll see Woodsy. Nice. I hope he replaces Blocker. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, but I mean, like, what about fucking Hook? While we're on the subject of these cuts,
2: oh fucking hell!
1: If you could put hooks. Yeah, because what the things that Hook says aren't stupid. It's just that they're delivered by the most boring, monotone fucking voice you've <laughs> ever seen in your life. So if you could somehow AI together, like you get Brook, you sit, you sit, fucking, you sit, in, you sit, Hook and Blocker down, and you somehow AI together the stuff that Hook's saying, but coming out of like the the clueless fucking puppy, dumb, the enthusiasm, blocker, the, the, enthusiasm the, of
0: Blocker.
2: Yeah. are we? Are we? <laughs> Are we right here and now re- rebooting the face off franchise? <laughs> but instead of Travolta and Cage,
1: it's, it's Hook Roach, and and,
3: Roach and Griffin. <laughs> because, it's cunt off. Because
1: you, you get some reasonable, reasonable footing now, some an analysis coming out of Hook, and then out of Block, you go, Me think you're amazing. <laughs> so. <laughs> You you I will say one of it? the
0: comments in the in the thread for the, the C grade touch, they were saying get blocker up to do commentary, and they said he'll call him the big petrol. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> so fucking
1: true. So true. The big Tesla. <laughs> um, <laughs> back on this game. Obviously, this game no one cared about. It's great to see Foz get the the hat trick. The Bulldogs. Uh, I don't know. They're a team. They're not as much. They're not in as much like internal. Um, di- distress as Souths are at the moment, I feel, but there's definitely problems there, and they've got a, a long off season where disgruntled players can.
0: Yeah, there's some rumblings now about Seraldo as well, which,
1: which is ridiculous. I mean, we, have, did we we didn't really speak about that situation, did we, with the the, the rest of off and everything? No. Like honestly, I believe I believe that it was um, Jackson Topine was the player. Yep. And it happened like, you know, five weeks ago or something. But he turns up the training late. He, he disputes that, you know, be that as it may. And then as a punishment, he has to do essentially a shark bait or shark tank, as we used to call it, a jiu-jitsu, where it's just like one person is in the middle and you just got to sequentially have, roll against everybody individually. And with the idea being you're under fatigue and it's fucking hard because a fresh person's coming in every time. Like, you know, you would get rid of one guy, a fresh person's coming in and... You know what it is? It's just fucking tiring. Yeah. It's not this f- giant fucking, oh my God, i got to get out of this fucking team bullying shit. Mm. It's ridiculous. Um, and if that's the sort of stuff Sorrell is doing, like, and he said in his press conference start two. I think it was after the Manly game two weeks ago, he said, listen, there's, you know, we got to identify, we identify there are, there are players by their performances that don't Aren't doing what it takes to be first grade footballers, and we've got kids yep. in flag that are fucking starving to be first grade footballers. Yeah, and they're going to get yeah. We're going to give those we're going to give those people the chance. Oh, but hang Which, on,
2: if you, if you go back though, because I think I, I remember the quote you're referring to, and it was fucking beautiful the way he did it. Yeah, it was. He said that you know, and this paraphrasing again, but the gist was, it wasn't so much we've got kids gagging for an opportunity, it was. We've got first graders where this is their job, yeah, and and they they don't want to put in this this work and this effort. And they say it's too much, but these kids get up and do weights at five thirty in the morning. Yeah, yes. Then go to a nine to five job.
1: Then, then come, come back, and back train.
2: for training at five thirty every yep. night of the week. Yeah, that's a heavy workload. What we do yep. isn't a heavy workload.
1: That's yeah, and that was in response like to media reports that some yeah. players were, were spewing that they were almost like they're tra- they were almost training or had to be around at the club kind of business hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I think I think there's some absolute mental midgets and like people who are like uncommitted and, and mentally weak in a footballing sense, not prepared to pay the price and sacrifice and do what it takes to be a, a, an elite professional footballer. Yep. And do what it takes to make their club an elite you know, performing club. And I mean, you know, Seraldo, I actually have to backtrack on him a little bit because I think he's just, he he's, he's not the, he's not the Trent that I've, that I've sort of said he was, he's just dealing with, I mean, and Trent, you know, is partially responsible for building this fucking environment, but he's just dealing with a, a an unprofessional club. That's had it too fucking easy or too loosey goosey for too long. And yep. now he's coming in there trying to, you know develop some form of fucking structure and discipline and sacrifice and find the players who are willing and you know able to do that to create like a successful culture at the club and um fuck me he's got a lot of work to do based on fuck this certainly shit
2: what? man i look we've uh, had this conversation so many fucking times over the years that the the big thing that's missing for me in a lot of these clubs is professionalism and it's yep it's down to like if you look at elite sports people in other codes especially in other countries it's frowned upon to drink during the season do whatever the fuck you want in your off season right but but during the season everyone's on a nutrition plan everyone's on a a training and rehab regime the fucking that thing you used to see now where there's footy players they're injured and they're in the pub drinking yeah it's Fucking basic knowledge now, that alcohol consumption stops the body's recovery process or, or hinders the body's
1: recovery yeah, process. Yeah, inhibits yeah.
2: Yeah, so so if you're hurt and I see you out there doing that, then to me that says you're not willing to do whatever it takes to get back on the field with us. Yep. You know, and the Bulldogs just fucking reek of that.
1: Yep. And I and I expect that there'll be you know the the fallout isn't fully hasn't fully been you know finalised or felt yet but I would assume that there are going to be players you know potentially half a dozen players that um, mysteriously you know find themselves going to England or yep yeah whatever um final game the Sharks 24 defeat the Raiders 6 at uh, Reclaim Australia Stadium the Sharks 24 tries to Ramian Trindle, Williams Murtalo, and Katoa Trindle 2 of 5 conversions the Raiders 6 try to Jordan Rapiner, conversion to Jamal Fogarty and this was an interesting game that the scoreline didn't, you know, really, I think, paint the entire picture. Um, the Raiders actually, they had a plan and their, their plan was quite good and it actually was, was working for them for quite a, a long way through this game. Mm. Um, Rappiner was on one in his, in his milestone game and uh, was, you know, the best player on the field for, you know, a large part of it. Um, and then the Sharks finally just had gotten themselves on top probably for the first time in the game with that try to Jack Williams. Followed up then with the Raiders going on a long break, almost scored a try, probably should have scored a try, but resulted in the, the tackle from, um, what's his face? Sebastian Chris. Yes. You know? Dumping, uh, it was a it dumped Tracy on his head, wasn't it? Yeah. And... Um, and Sent off, and at that point, obviously, in what had been a really kind of intense, the most finals-ish kind of game I think that we'd seen on the in, in the weekend. Um, then that was the end of that, obviously, and I mean the Sharks fairly quickly, you know, went bang like on the next set or set after, and uh, at that point it was you know beyond the Raiders and uh, Sharkies ran away with it.
2: Yeah. 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 You know, if you. If, that for the sharks to finish the season like that, exercises a lot of fucking demons of poor performances through the years. You can disassociate from a lot of shit games with a, a finish to the season like that.
0: Just that little jolt of momentum will do them the world of good. Yeah. Just for the Raiders though, like, I know the send off didn't help, but you know, imagine losing like this to another top eight side and then getting to play finals a week later. Just... Especially, especially. The top eight side that couldn't beat couldn't
2: any beat other anyone. side in the top eight, except. <laughs> yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so I think the Raiders are like the probably the worst fucking top eight side in history. If you look at the straight differential oh, and yeah. things,
2: yeah, and that like Raiders that. that Raiders team, yeah, would still beat the two thousand and five West Tigers.
1: <laughs> I was going to be more, more generous and say, you know, maybe like the Titans when they got into the finals, you know, like 2021 or whatever it was. Yeah. You that know, maybe they beat them. Maybe the Roosters absolute, from that same year. Absolute but... <laughs> fucking
0: tripe.
2: How, how do they not fucking win? Jack White and runs a train on them.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. They don't get Burned the up. ball. <laughs> huh? They don't get the
2: ball. How does, Scott Prince, how does Scott Prince tackle Papa Lee? How? Explain the physics to me, Glenn. Uh, He'd
1: break his fucking leg again, <laughs> like the tenth time. My entertaining. Rubbish. Fucking time to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, um, yeah. Look, all that aside, I actually thought the Canberra the Canberra Raiders for like you know the first sort of forty minutes or more of the game were actually pretty good, better than I expected them to be, and um. So who knows? Maybe, maybe they might be able to last half a game in the finals as well before they get someone... Before it gets finally sent off. I mean, wouldn't that be the killer if they got... They were in the game well and truly in the finals and then it instead of getting fined or something, or fucking wrapped on the wrist like he always has, he actually gets sent this time. I don't know, that's it. That kills him. Yeah. But uh, as a chaos connoisseur, my, uh, I want the camera to be right in their game and lose it at the death off a blatant something. I don't know; it can be anything. I don't give a fuck,
2: a genuine, as long as a it's genuine wrong and the referee doesn't called.
1: call it. Because <laughs> then, because because for me, because for me, you go listen. You know, when it comes to a Canberra game, losing for, losing for them is great, but also losing. But you need to have Ricky getting really fucking mad about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's that's the pinnacle. That's what you need for Canberra. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, that's the regular season. That is the, the regular. Is there any actual news to speak of? I haven't been I've I have not really been paying attention to the news. Not really. And uh, we, we kind of touched on a few things as we were, as we were talking about the game, so we can just go straight to the finals if you want. Certainly can. Unless you want to do socials roundups. Oh yes, no, I did forget about that. Yeah, go for it.
2: It's, uh and look, most of our socials rounds up this week. <laughs> concentrated on the big D's. Um, <laughs> and I I said, I said this to Glenny before. If everyone hasn't read it, get into the fucking Twill Nation Facebook group, and just read the the Manly vs. Tigers game thread. Um, that was one of the fucking greatest pieces of social media. And it was know. also
1: like, well, just it just in the lead up to it as well. I mean, there was a number of threads, you know, a number of things. Yeah, you know, people talking about the Big D's and everything. It was just, it was um, some good vibes. I'd say interesting. Um,
2: there's someone's put up. Uh, uh, Josh has put up. Someone's done up a ladder since 2020.
1: Though That came out today in the in the socials. I saw I saw that somewhere oh. else. I saw it on Twitter some, at some point.
2: So, Manly are ninth. Well done. So you're the ninth best team. Uh, the Tigers aren't last.
1: 2021's doing a lot of heavy lifting, heavy lifting there. You no, the Tigers little, are oh. not
2: last, Glennie? And one of the reasons how can not, they
1: not be fucking last when they've been last two of the four years that you're talking about? So it's game,
2: it's played, wins, losses. It's as if the three seasons were one season. So well,
1: four seasons is it? So they
2: they have won two wooden spoons. So it's not. It's not like you get you know one point for the spoon and two points. For no, 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 no.
1: But I mean, they still like. But their win loss record in those years has is so the, the worst dogs,
2: the, the dolphins
1: I came the dolphins last because cool. they didn't.
2: They couldn't have won any games. They weren't there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But the Dogs played 92 games to win 20 and lose 72. Whereas the Tigers played 92 games to win 23 and lose 69.
0: Quality effort.
2: Yeah, there you go. Um, Then the Dragons, then the Titans, then the Warriors. Warriors and (coughs) Procrums, 11th and 12th, both playing finals this year. Uh, Knights are 8th. Which, if you think about it, they've been there or thereabouts. Uh, the Raiders are seventh.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, they've had this. This was kind of like their window period. That's We're it. coming to the end of that now.
2: Yep. Um, the Eels, obviously, their window period was up until the semi-finals last year. Uh, and the top four: is Penrith, Melbourne, Rabbits, and Roosters. There you go. How interesting. Not really. I mean, how arbitrary. Bro. We all know. What. Where's the socials? There's fucking Mitch McConnell, Smash Mouth's dead. Big D's, big D's, big D's. There we go. Oh, Graham, Paran, South is It was glorious. <laughs> Some clubs with scum fans who got what they deserved. Liam, the Riff showed a winner's mentality by fielding their top side for the minor premiership. Broncos will regret not doing it for once they get knocked out in straight sets. Daniel, Dom Young's athletic ability is unmatched in the NRL and will be sorely missed by our club next year.
1: Should have paid him and played him in first grade. That's it. Did to yourself.
2: Um, Michael, he said, the Raiders are the worst top eight side I've seen in a decade. Small market mentality where they're just happy to make the eight paired with a delusional and nufty fan base equals a franchise ready to decline to the wilderness. Uh, Zach, surely the Broncos hating cunt gives the Broncos credit. Which one of us? You've used the singular.
1: Which credit for credit for credit for what? You tried to duck the storm in round one of the finals, fucked up, and cost yourself both the minor premiership and your chance to duck the storm
2: in the same week where your coach went out and said that you're the best team of the best. year because you've won the minor premiership. Yeah. Fucking hell! Um, nah, straight sets. Straight
1: sets. Best scenario for rugby Straight league.
2: Straight sets. Uh, Hammers. Oh, there we go. Brisbane playing games, trying to dodge Melbourne in round one, only to lose the minor premiership and still cop Melbourne in round one is massive kev areas. areas.
3: <laughs>
2: yep. uh, Josh, any team that was able to make it into and stay in the top of that top eight should absolutely call this season a success. It's been such a tight comp with great battles, especially in the five to 12 range that saw rounds where points differentials made a big difference. Certainly, fuck did. Um... Uh, Uh, Timmy McIntyre said Dolphins definitely impressed Eels most disappointing there you go Uh, our good mate one eyed tiger he's just like a good tiger he fucking lurks in the background we know he's always there then he comes out with some of this fucking glorious shit Uh, the final regular season round of the year was full of twill agendas and storylines hashtag fuck the broncos hashtag tigers in decline always and forever South obliging everyone to kick themselves out of the finals. A jam roll celebration from the Northern Pel- Peninsula. See, here's the thing about Penrith winning the minor premiership. The worst club and worst fan base in the entire league, suffering another deserved L. The Titans being undefeated, asterisk at Hope Solo Coliseum. The fate is fading, confirming their status of the fakest team to ever qualify for the finals. Para just doesn't matter, because they're a team of nuthos on a bye in the final round, living in a house of broken dreams with all the windows shut. <laughs> oh, we didn't even touch on that. How fucking glorious was that? It's the last round of the year, and they were just—there was no Parramatta talk. Because even if other teams won or lost, they, they, they look, didn't even yeah. get mentioned.
1: Yeah, and oh. the thing—the thing about that is, is you know, it's—it's going to be everyone's turn at some point because it's just—it's like the team that misses Magic Round. What the NRL needs to do is actually apply some stakes to it. Like, if you get the spoon, you miss Magic Round, or if you blah, blah, you know, if something... you know, Some sort of thing, like, if you don't do this, then you're in the running to miss that. Um, Which would be great. But, uh... I'm not sure how they'll do it. (laughs) But, uh... Or if it's going to be like... Because, well, it's in Brisbane, so, I mean, let's face it, the Broncos are never going to miss Magic Round. Yeah. But, uh... And and that probably, by extension, Titans and, uh, and Dolphins as well, I would say. Yep. But, uh... They should apply some sort of uh, methodology around how they how they select. Yeah. Um, uh, Liam, okay. Liam oh, sorry, you said
2: uh, the Father's Day present was tickets to the Dolphins' last game. Great atmosphere, great crowd. Hope we get a Waratahs versus Broncos final. Uh, and then Josh finished off, he said, real talk, the Cowboys winning the premiership over the Broncos was the best thing that could have happened for the North Queensland region. If the Waratahs get to the final and win, it'd be fantastic for New Zealand Rugby League. That's it.
1: The Waratars?
2: Waz, sorry. Warriors.
1: Oh, that Waz shit. Fucking that Waz. That Waz shit alone is reason for them to go straight sets too, frankly. One of the worst fucking things ever. Ugh. And, I, and I believe I said it on, I think I said it in the group under another thread.
2: I tell you, There's I don't a... know, man. I've tried.
1: That Waz shit. Can that Waz it? shit is like the sporting equivalent of fucking single mother's. <laughs> trying to call father's day special person's day
2: oh, I, thought you, a... I thought you were gonna say using the term mama bear yeah.
1: <laughs> or hashtag well, i thought you were just gonna put a whatever, stop after single else. mothers
2: i was like wow that is fucking brutal um, i tell you like it it never sees they got before. mother's day the glennie the stereotypes father's day as well the stereotypes i was with um i was with my boy um M's kids were with their dad, obviously, on on Father's yep. Day because it's the right thing to do, and uh, we we'd been out and had a lovely breakfast, and we needed to pick up some stuff at Rebel on the way,
3: right.
2: and so I'm in Rebel. It's Sunday morning, Father's Day, everyone's fucking happy, and then in in the store, there's a bunch of people wearing war um, fucking warriors jerseys and this this this, and we're going past them, we're tapping, and I'm like, you know. You, you guys, you know, get get the Broncos for us in the finals. Yeah, we... Da, 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 and they, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah da, da. And then we come across a bloke He would have been 60-65 wearing a Panthers hat. Okay. Right? And so I've just, you know, gone past him. I've gone, mate, you, re- you reckon the three-peats up? I reckon we can do it. And he, go, and he sort of shakes his head. And I go, who's going to stop us? And he looks at me and he goes... the Broncos. And I sort of look at his hat and he points to the hat and he goes, this is my son's hat, not mine. I'm not wearing it by choice. Well, you are. You put it on your
1: fucking head, you moron. And then that's when you saw the son with the gun fucking in the the small of his back.
2: No, this is the greatest bit. My kids looked up at him and gone, you're inside then. Take it off. (laughs) (laughs) And he just looked at him and gone, (laughs) I was like, yeah, man, Broncos fans.
1: So,
2: stereotypes are everywhere. Stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason.
1: Fuck. Oh. Right, you done with your socials? Let's go. Okay, second qualifying final. First up, Friday night from Suncorp Stadium. The Brisbane Broncos take on the Melbourne Storm. The aforementioned clash that we mentioned. Okay, so the obviously a lot of changes in both sides because they they you know, rested so many players. But the the big news for the Broncos: Reese Walsh. Tony Staggs, Herbie Farmworth, Selwyn Cobbo, Ezra Mam, Adam Reynolds, Billy Walters. He's a big in, Glennie. Payne yeah. Haas, Kirk well uh, Pat Carrigan, uh, Kobe Hetherington, and uh, the Storms. Their ins: Meany, Warbrick, Seve, Coates, Munster, Jerome Hughes, Tui Kamakamika, Harry Grant, Christian Welsh, Trent Loyero, Eliasa Akatoa, Tom Eisenhuth, Nelson Stafford Solomoner. Uh, Pappy goes back to the bench, and uh, Bronson Garlic goes from hooker to the bench. They really did rest a lot of fucking players last you week. <laughs> I, I just realised as I say it for half an hour. All right, how much the Storms going to win by? And just increase giving the the Brisbane fans maximum pain.
0: Oh, I, I don't think they'll blow them out. I think it's one to twelve, but I, I do think Melbourne will win. they they're they're a team that. Plays, you know, can still bring their best performance away from home, and I think mentally, I think nerves might get Brisbane in the opening exchanges and, and open the door just a tad for for Melbourne to get control. And yeah, I think they'll be good enough to to, to keep the Broncos at bay.
2: That that is the operative word: control. If Melbourne are going to actually roll to Brisbane. Then their big guns need to do it in a controlled fashion, and I'm talking about Munster, I'm talking about fucking Big Nelson, those guys that tread that fine line between, you know, exposing some some errors and and uh, and fucking things up royally need to really get in and, and do their job properly. I'm with you, Glennie. I I think first dance around for most of these kids for Brisbane. Hmm. the risk is that the situation gets to them.
0: Just, yeah, I, I just think Ezra Mamm, Reese Walsh, you know, Stags. you know, key guys, Billy Walters is as mentally fragile as you're going to find, Um, key guys in a big game against experienced and, and battle-hardened opposition, I think just think the first 20 minutes for Brisbane is going to be critical but um, if they start slowly then you know the, the crowd's gonna to have to get into the game early for Brisbane to have any chance of of getting control in that opening 20
1: minutes but I, I think Melbourne will win yep I agree and also I hope <laughs> <laughs> the uh, first qualifying final first V fourth. Panthers take on the Warriors, BlueBet Stadium. Panthers side, Summerson's out, Garner's out. Mitch Kenny comes back in, and, along with Sorensen, the Warriors. Okay, once again, big rest for them. They're bringing back in. Um, Nickel Kluckstad, start. D.W.Z. Sean Johnson, A.F.B. Wade Egan, Jackson Ford, Torhu Harris, and Jazz Tavunga. Josh Curran moves from second row to bench, and uh, Dylan Walker moves to the bench from lock. He takes one step, dad.
2: It's almost the reverse of the, the Broncos. I I think the the potential benefit here to the Warriors is the occasion. These guys have been riding some pretty fucking hefty emotion for a lot of this season, and especially drawing on what they went through when they were here for COVID and what that did to them and allowed them to do as a team. I think they're really going to get in and and just knuckle down, you know, and if Penrith are, are going to come in and expect to just blow them off the park early, they might have another thing coming. And that's the risk of Penrith is getting there and and not underestimating, but, but I guess maybe overestimating their own chances in the opening exchanges. They need to understand that the only times they've come off the boil this year was when they went away from that absolute fucking certainty that they were a better team over 80 minutes and tried to rush things, and try to get things without earning them. It never goes well. It leads to errors. And you can't put teams in a position where you're gifting them any sort of field position, especially in finals football. Um, I still expect Penrith to win fairly handsomely, but they're going to need to be fucking switched on all the way. Uh,
1: yeah, it's up to the Warriors to surprise me. I don't think I, I don't think they've got anything for the Panthers this week.
0: I think the fairy tale... The fairy tale fucking... Takes a fair old beating in this game, and Brisbane will become uh, Brisbane. Penrith will become Penrith. Um, you know, we're into the championship rounds of of the Premiership now, and they, it's just a switch for them, and and I think they'll be at their absolute best, and and they're at home. The crowd will will pick them up from from minute one, and they'll be too good way too good
1: the second elimination final 6v7 Sharks versus Roosters this one's happening at uh, the zero capacity for Reclaim Australia Coliseum and boy don't the fucking Roosters fans have the shits about that maybe that's the discussion we can have while we're talking about this game oh, fuck the it, home man. game policy maybe win the, more uh, games this, hey look you're fucking singing you're singing straight out of my fucking out of my songbook um, the Sharks unchanged from last week's winning lineup. The Roosters, uh, Corey Allen is out. Joey Manu returns, which is a big in, obviously. Uh, Egan Butcher moves to the bench. Fletcher Baker moves to the starting side. I prob- Tough one, this one.
0: I, am, I, pa- I, f- I favor the Sharks at home. Yeah. Um, I think the Roosters are probably at... You know, getting towards the tail end of a of, you know, of a very successful period in their history um, over the last fuck probably seven or eight years, and they're just they're going to have to lift to a level that they haven't really shown consistently that they can get to this year. Um, they may pull pull a performance. You know, from from memory, and and surprise me, but I just I think the sharks at home, just that as I said earlier, just that little jolt of momentum to to win that that game against Canberra and, and Nico finding that that bit of form. You know, it's finals time you now. They'll 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 knuckle down and they'll be that gritty team, and I, I think they'll just they'll just <laughs> hang in the game, and, and I think they'll. they'll just squeeze out a fairly close win against
1: against the Roosters. Yeah. I think, I mean, you'd you you'd have to favour the Sharks, but just to, over the fullness of their season results. But, man, like, it seems like the Roosters are sort of getting better, especially the way when, like, in, in that game against the Rabbits where, you know, it was, it was all Roosters, but then the Rabbits sort of got a try back and all the momentum was with them and then they sort of they, you know, bombed a couple of, you know, near opportunities. Yeah. And it looked like they were coming home far stronger. Roosters
0: are slight favourites with the, with the bookies. Not by much. $1.90 to $1.94. So it's very tight. Yeah. Bookies and look, that's better better probably
1: a reflection better of better recent good. form for both of them. Yeah. I mean, the Roosters have had to run a bit of a gauntlet, had to win a number of games in a row to even get themselves in the position where they are now. Um, and so, look, it, it, I, I favour the Sharks at home narrowly. But, look, it, I wouldn't be surprised if the Roosters won mm. at all.
2: My thing is there... look. Like it it is easy in a Roosters jersey to get up for a game against Souths. Especially to get up for a game against Souths that means you make the finals. Sure. Hmm. Can they summon that when there's not club history involved or or anything like that? Obviously, you would think, oh, yeah, advancing to the next round of the fucking finals should be motivation enough.
1: But we've seen it time and
2: time again where clubs come up against some club that has a reason for them to want to beat them and play out of their skins. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm tipping the Sharks.
1: And finally, the uh, first elimination final, fifth versus eighth, Knights versus the Raiders. This one's happening in Newcastle. The Knights side, they're bringing back in Caelan Ponga, Dan Gay Guy, Jackson Hastings, Fennies Crosland, Leo Thompson, Tyson Brazel, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, Kurt Mann. Um, the Raiders side, Sebastian Chris is out, obviously. <laughs> James Schiller comes into the wing. And uh that's it. Sebastian Chris is on death row. Um,
0: for murder. I've said for a couple of weeks now that, you know, Newcastle in a in a home final um in the in the bottom half of the eight is, is not a team with the the way they've been playing over the last couple of months and the momentum that they've built is not a team you want to face and and the Raiders, in stark contrast, have have limped into the finals at best, and I expect the Knights to have a fucking day out at home and and blow the Raiders off the park.
1: I would agree. Yeah. I think the Raiders can do something similar to what they did last week, except for much less length of time. Yep. I think the Knights will um, knock their resistance down pretty quickly. And I think once the points start to flow and they start to get on top in front of a crowd, that's going to be fucking frenzy, like they were in that in that game. Um, the what uh, the week before yeah, the week before last, mm. who was that? Who was a nice play? Was that Sharks game? Um, were they playing at home? I can't remember. And like that was the home fans getting to enjoy something after years of loyal service through some incredibly bad times, including probably the worst. Fucking side of the NRL era in the mid two thousand and tens there, where they yeah, got the three spoons yeah, yeah, on the trot, right. um, and that there's there's all that kind of outpouring that's happening now, as a result of this finals run, and so I think this game they're they're fucking specials. Yeah, and like I said earlier, I mean if they can, if it can remain close enough and if they can win it over some bullshit, just to, just to fire out Ricky and just get a spicy final presser out of him, yeah, then great, um. <laughs> But yeah, I think I've got no doubt the Knights will win. The, what is what are you talking about for favoritism on that one, Glennie? I mean, surely they must be the shortest uh, favorites of the round, right? I'm
0: about shortest of the round. definitely, well, I mean, definitely short. Dollar twenty to four sixty for the Raiders, which oof, yeah. fair, fair indication in a finals, the, the in a, in a, in a finals teams, fucking you
1: know? situation right. to i will yeah. tell
0: you, you know what would be fascinating to measure next
2: year. Just tip every every bookie's favorite, and mm-hmm. see and see how you fare at the end of the.
1: Yeah. Just like start with like you know, like a hundred bucks or something like that, and just... no,
2: like literally, like we'll, we'll do it next year. You know, right. I'll, I'll do the tipping because I don't do okay. tipping. Yep. And, and Glennie just tell me every every bookie's favorite, and I'll tip them. Yep, I like it. We'll see where All we right. finish at the end of
1: the year. Sounds good.
2: Do you see um the other article that came out about the poor gambling industry?
1: I did not know. So remind me.
2: Um, some fucking flop that works for gambling or is involved in gambling. Um, where is he? Uh, oh man, I've screencapped so much good shit lately. Esen- essentially came out and said that if, if Penrith win the grand final, it could be the worst result for bookmakers in the history of Australian sport.
1: Oh yeah, I think I did see that. I didn't read it though, I just saw that headline.
2: Yeah, that's it. So, um, yeah, they, so Broncos fans, if you were ever ever had any fucking shred of doubt left into you that you are the fucking last team that any neutral is going to back, um, Penrith not winning, would benefit the fucking corporate gambling industry in Australia. Yeah. So there you which go. Would,
1: yeah. Which, I mean, it's the same sort of people as Broncos fans.
2: That's it. Well, look, you know, it's...
1: Like, yeah, you know, family ruining, you know, life ruiners. Yeah.
2: It's like, the, it's like the people who fucking stormed the Capitol in America, you know, waving back through time to the people that didn't want the little black kids to go to school and just going, we are the same people. We're the same people. So, fuck yeah.
1: Well, I, mean, I, I think Glennie just fucking disassociated then. <laughs> <laughs> you missed last week when he was, uh, there was about 20 minutes to go and he's announced that he was, he was getting tired. And I just started taking screenshots of the fucking Skype screen for the next 20 minutes. He was like, he was doing Steve C- 100 first day. He was like doing these. Oh, man. <laughs> man See, my I've eyes
2: been, were burning. I've missed screenshots. Because these days, there's the old fucking copy and delete. You no. um, There's some fucking gold ones in there. And some interesting facts. Did you know that chronologically in history, a Tyrannosaurus was closer to an iPhone than a Stegosaurus. Really? Yes. There you go. There you go. Fucking, and it it's would take...
1: cartoons have fucking lied to me.
2: It would take that long for the 2005 West Tigers to not be the worst fucking finals team
0: in the history of the sport. And that
1: is full-time for this <laughs> fucking
0: episode of this show.
1: It's Five thirty. It's thirty four. Glennie. It is full-time. Um. Now, I'll tell you, I've been fucking around uh, doing... An, uh, a new website in the in the back in the background and uh, on that new website is a, is a shop and on that shop mm. is uh, long awaited long often requested uh, twill footies like yeah so what I'm doing is I'm actually uh, if you're a patron uh, log into Patreon and you can get access to them basically from the time you're listening to this and then I will flick the site over at midday and that's when everyone else can jump in. Limited quantities. When they're gone, they're gone. Some, uh, you know, some styles more limited than others. So if you've been one of those people over the years that was requested a tw- uh, 12 footy, now's your chance. We have mini footies and we also have like match size footies. So they're awesome. As some people would attest, they saw her up at the, up at the big D's C grade grand final on the weekend. Fuck yeah. Had a kick around with them. Quality. And, uh, the quality exactly they are quality and uh, they're ready to ship. Uh, I have them now. Uh, they so they're ready to ship. So you make your order, and if you're a patron, um, there's just looking in Patreon as well because there's a discount code. If you want to like double up or you know get extra ones, or if you you know on a tier that gets like the mini footie and you want to get the big one as well, go for it. There's a discount code, and what? you guys have got first cracks. Spoilers, so, so, mini and so, full size footies. Yeah. What? So um, so yeah. I'm giving that information to people now, and uh, midday, is I flick the site over so uh, thisweekinleague.com, and then uh, it'll redirect to the new site where you'll have uh, the ability to finally purchase the uh, Twin Nation footies. Fuck yeah! On- only that. only
2: pump manually.
1: Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> good advice. Watch, what are we talking watch about? Watch the PSI? <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't pump the mini ones over like about eight eight psi. Um, don't use mechanical devices to pump. <laughs> yeah, don't don't go to the servo and pump them up. I'll give you the tip. That'd be that'd be even worse idea. <laughs> don't use a fucking compressor. Um. So yeah, that's it. Anything else anyone wants to say before we pull the pull the pin on this one and uh, send uh, Glenny to bed?
0: I'm um, done.
2: No, I just want to say like as some fucking real talk. That Toowoomba C grade fucking thing is legitimately why I fucking love this thing so much. The way everyone got around Gleny from a fucking absolute position of love. Ah, oh, it's the most Dairy Queen thing I've ever seen.
0: It
1: was. It was. It was <laughs> great. It was very much appreciated. Fuck yeah! All right then, so on that note. Fuck yes. Cool, Tim. And uh, I guess we we might. Are we gonna do? A, are we gonna do a members app uh, on one of these finals games? Oh yeah, we probably should. Yep, we'll pick one. And, uh, throw it out. Cool. All right. See ya. Boys. Bye.